Welcome to Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. is everyone i hope you all are having or had a fantastic week at school i am happy to be here with you and i am also really relieved myself that i am starting a new week in school um right now we are in the heart of weta testing so i am getting that done i am at the halfway point with that with my students I am also just excited that we are coming up on spring break. So I know I need a much needed break. I know my students need a much needed break from testing. So I'm really excited about that as well. So I just really hope that everybody is having a fantastic weekend or had a fantastic weekend and that you can take some time and enjoy yourselves today. So I want to welcome everyone here and as we jump into today's topic i just always want to encourage you to reflect on your week what was a highlight of your week was there a part of your week where you could have grown is there a part of your week where you just really excelled and you want to replicate that for the upcoming week so just think about some highlights for your week and reflect on those and bring that positive energy into this upcoming week. And look, I know some teachers are on spring break, so just you know, happy spring break to those teachers who are on spring break. Now, every week I want to highlight a teacher's win, and I always say a win can be a big win or a small win. I want to celebrate with you your wins. And if you have one that you would like to share, just email me at millie@myadventuresinesl.com. And to be able to share that win with you. Now, this week I had a win, and like I mentioned, uh, we are halfway through our WIDA testing. And quite a few students approached me yesterday, and they said, "Miss Williams, I feel really confident about the reading part of the WIDA," and that just made my heart melt. So I was like, "Oh my goodness, yay!" <laughs> and I thought about just reflecting on what are some things that I did in the past week to kind of help them boost their confidence. And one of the things that I did was have them do reading assessments, practice tests. And then after I had them do the practice test, I had them actually graph the their scores. And a lot of the kids had fives, they had sixes, and I really believe that helped give them a boost going into the assessment. So that worked out really well. So what we are going to be talking about today is we are going to be talking about using visuals with your English language learners. Now, I know we have all been there where you have asked another educator, "Hey, like how are you supporting your students? What scaffolds are you using to support your students?" And I know we've all heard those words. Well, yeah, just use visuals. And I want you to know visuals are an amazing way to scaffold, but sometimes just in my personal struggle, finding visuals and determining when to use them can be a struggle. Now, as I was strolling through the internet, I just kept seeing how visuals are just an amazing scaffold for English language learners. Even when I was planning with my team, my coworker would say, "Okay, well, just use pictures." And yeah, I mean, that is a great simple way to do it. 
But that was an effective solution, but I was still stuck on when to use them with my English language learners. You know, I would be teaching and then I would be trying to scramble to find a photo in the middle of the lesson. I can just think about times when a student was like, oh, what is that? And then I hurry up to Google images and try to pull up an image so the students can see what it means. And sometimes I still do that, but not as much using some of these strategies. Now, when I did used to go run search on the internet, the, the quality of the photos were not the best. They weren't actually depicting what I needed in my lessons with my students. And this was leading to me being frustrated as an educator, and it was eating into my teaching time with my students. Because like I said, the students would be like, oh, I don't understand this concept. And then I would think, oh, okay, I can maybe show a picture for it, but then I'm trying to find, taking two to three minutes trying to find a photo. And you all as educators know, two to three minutes is like a lifetime in the classroom. You could be doing transitions. You could be introducing a lesson. So I was really using that time and I wasn't using it to the best of my ability. So one day when I was planning one of my lessons, I just started to reflect on how can I use visuals effectively as an educator. I also thought about what, what, falls under this visuals umbrella. You know, it doesn't have to be just photos. It can be movies, it can be art. It's just not those typical Google images. And that's when I started to use visuals more thoughtfully throughout my lessons with my ELLs. The first question I would ask myself when I was planning using this new method was, can a visual such as a photo or a video help my English language learners learn this content? Is there something in this content, such as a visual or a photo, that will help support their learning? Will it help build background knowledge with their learning? And when I started asking myself that simple question, that's when I started to use visuals with my English language learners way more effectively than what I was using previously. I also used on this question, I, that's when I started using gallery walks in my classroom. And if you've never used a gallery walk before, there are lots of ways you can use gallery walks. You can be as creative as you want. But one of the ways that I incorporate visuals with my ELLs and gallery walks, I have, if we're introducing a new lesson, I will have photos about the topic. I will have videos about the topic. And this is not a visual, but sometimes in some cases I may have an audio, but the students will go around the room. I will post, I have laptop computers up in some sections. They will go around the room, watch the videos. They will look at the photos. And then that will help them build background knowledge. That will help them generate questions about topics. And that's when I start asking myself, can a video or a photo help my ELLs learn this content? That is when I started using gallery walks way more effectively because that question was at the forefront of my mind and I started picking photos and videos that helps the students learn the content, to understand the content. And also, if I was teaching vocabulary or introducing a new vocabulary word, I would also incorporate photos that would help the students understand the words. So being thoughtful in this manner helped me use visuals with a purpose in my classroom. So 
I want you to be thinking about how are you using visuals with your ELLs in your classroom. So here are your next steps as the reader. Now, during your next lesson planning session, I want you to ask yourself how visuals can help your English language learners better understand the content or the topic or any concept that you're teaching. So if you're teaching the scientific method to your English language learners, which photos, which graphs, which processes that you can show your English language learners that will help them understand the concept and will help them understand the topic. Then I want you to search for videos and photos that actually support your topic. As I mentioned earlier, I was doing this in the middle of the lesson and it was taking up so much of my time i want to encourage you to do this before you lesson plan for your english language learners i want to add brain pop and c-span c-span is such a great resource for videos that you can use with your english language learners and after vetting the videos, after uh, looking at the photos, then incorporate them in your lesson. Explain to your students why you chose this photo and this visual and how it actually relates to your topic. So you wanna make sure that you're explaining to your students, you know what, I chose these videos because it relates to our topic. We are learning about enslaved people in the United States. And so I want you to see some of these photos to help you better understand the topic. So I always do that with my English language learners beforehand to kind of give them an overview of what we are learning about and to prepare for that. And also free stock photo websites such as Unsplash and Pixabay, I will make sure to link those. They offer great and it is free, absolutely free, high quality photos to use with your students. And I wanna put a note here. I know a lot of teachers like using clip art, but honestly for me with my middle school students and with high school students, I prefer actual photos. So I want to encourage you, if you have to choose between clip art or actual photos, go with those actual photos. Now, if you also are teaching vocabulary, you do wanna find high quality photos that accurately depict the vocabulary words that you are teaching your English language learners. Now, here are your next steps. This is what I want you to do. I want you to review your upcoming lessons for this week. And if you're on spring break, then yay to you. But if you're not and you have some lesson planning to do, go ahead and review your lessons for the upcoming week. And I want you to reflect on how you can intentionally add visuals to support your ELLs. Uh, Jeannie is here. Hi, Jeannie. And she says she used Pixabay a lot. I love Pixabay. It is such an amazing website. And once again, it's free. <laughs> it's free and it is a great resource you can use with your English language learners. I also want you to, just like we were saying, go to these websites like Pixabay or Unsplash or Pexels for these high quality photos and use those. See how you can incorporate those in your lesson. Now, I would love to know how you are currently using visuals with your English language learners. What are you doing? You can send me an email at millie at myadventuresinesl.com 
or you can just drop a comment below and share how are you currently using visuals with your English language learners. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for being patient and I am excited and I cannot wait to hear how you are using visuals. I will see you next week at 9.15 a.m. And thank you. You have a great week. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today and remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.